United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. I mean, we might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Penitentiary uh, 6479. <laughs> Penitentiary 6479. This is the in house uh, prison broadcast. L block. <laughs> Get ready for the gulag. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Reed Dupree. Let me introduce the Godfather of Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, everybody. Just glad to be here. And Mr. J. Rob, Mr. J. Rob. Hey, hey, good afternoon, guys. And uh, you know what? It's a perfect time to tell everybody like, comment, and share. That's how we beat the big tech algorithm. We need your help. That's right. That's right. Um, for some reason, they're really jumping on me again. And this is this is um this is non-media month. So, but hey. As we told you, if you've been watching the show here on Red Voice Media Network, uh, we broadcast there at Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 12 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Because I'm looking for my Red Voice Media graphic that I made this morning and I don't see. So, I'm just going to have to say, I know I created it. There it is. How did I miss that? Okay, so um, Red Voice Media, 12 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can go to redvoicemedia.com. Also, they have a Rumble channel. Make sure that you're following them there. Now, great voices over there, too, as a matter of fact. They're adding voices. They're also uh, on Amazon Fire Stick, so you don't have to watch us on your computer anymore. You can watch us on Amazon Fire Stick. You can watch us on Roku. And sooner and, and very soon, you're going to be able to watch us on Apple TV. So 
Um, those those are great things. Now, as everybody knows, after we got off yesterday, after we left, Jack Smith decided that he was going to indict President Trump again uh, when we got off. He didn't want us talking about it, so he waited till we uh, left stage before he did it again. He he did it because August was here, or at least that's what I believe. That's my circus caps thing. Congress is out of session, or the Senate is getting ready to go out of session. But basically, the House is out of session. There there is no news. There is now. Um, third, well, the indictment uh, is the second, I think, from his office, federal. I don't know if he's going to put them together or not. I don't know about that, but um, a lot of you have uh, a lot of you have gone to your websites. You know, I'm, okay, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and then I'm going to say what I was getting ready to say. A lot of you have gone to your websites. Um, you've seen what you have seen, and um, you have crafted the whatever narrative that you have now. I'm going to say what I'm getting ready to say. There are less pro-Trump websites of news out there on the conservative side, meaning, you know, they're more DeSantis or something like that. But, you know, when you go and read them, there's only a couple is staunch Defenders of President Trump. I don't know if y'all saw that. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Because I, I mean, I was looking around for some information because you know I check, I check everybody, and I was looking at. Well, I knew the Daily Wire really wasn't gonna. You know, I mean, if you read down in the midst of the words, they will add a lay um um. Uh, Countless, um, countless allegations of fraud. Um, they'll attach that to Donald Trump. Washington Times this morning. They have a. They have a story up there by the AP. They put that on there, basically saying that. Um, yeah, he got indicted again because he again he's making baseless claims of fraudulent election. That was on the Washington Times. Washington Examiner, same way, Town Hall. I mean, they're Fox News. I looked at Fox News um, title, and you would think that that was like CNN this morning. I mean, they're probably happy. They're rolling on. They're rolling in dirt. Because of the situation, I even have a quick um, video. Um, Ducey, 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 man. I didn't know that he was that much against Trump. <laughs> Again, he looks like he is rolling around on his back. You know, it's like, God damn, boy, you, you know, it's like you aren't even listening to even the other people. I mean, even uh, what's the third guy? The the the, the third guy on that panel, um, not Gutfeld. It's kill Gutfeld. me, kill, kill me. me. Even kill me was a little bit in the middle. 
Deucey, Deucey sound like he had, you know, I was like, dang, man. But either way, um, be careful. Uh, oh, and then I found out about the judge because all I knew is if you read everybody's timeline that you are connected to, it's Obama appointed. Okay. All right. Okay. But when you really get down into the nitty gritty of this woman, there's only two words that I can label it. She's a hanging judge. Right along with what we said. She is a freaking hanging judge. From the J6 trials. From the J6 trials. Like we said. And every January 6th defendant, she has sentenced them to more than what the prosecutor has recommended. When I read that, I was like, oh, damn, Jack. (laughs) And it's worse than that. When they get in, when you get into the Bureau of Prisons, they have a scoring method that they use to determine what level of security prison you get put in. There's people on the, and it goes from minus three to 45. And there's people on that in jail right now that have minus one ratings and are in maximum security prisons with killers. Maximum? Maximum? Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This this country, I'll tell you, I tried to hold my tongue, but I got to say something. Last night when this happened, we started texting, Mm. and I had to shut my phone off. I literally had to take my phone, put it on vibrate, and put it way over there somewhere because I couldn't (laughs) deal with it. I just couldn't deal with it. You know, you got a guy. First of all, you have this Jack Smith. And, boy, the only thing that's good is you could tell he's nervous. You can tell that guy is nervous when he was talking. He knows he's out on a limb. But you got this Jack Smith coming out there and over and over and over talking about January 6th, insurrection, worst thing, and you go to the charges and it doesn't have a damn thing to do with January 6th. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they got this guy indicted for exercising his free speech. Mm. Yeah, you're allowed to challenge elections in the United States of America two days ago. It's funny because when when you guys text me that the charges dropped, I went out and my first step is always to read them, and then I'll go see what people are saying about it. I always want that first impression to be to read the charges, then kind of see what other people's opinions are who know more than me, and then I went back this morning. And I reread it after sleeping on it. And here's the crux of the case. They established, they feel that President Trump knew 2020 wasn't stolen. And they think he was lying about that. They then think that he encouraged people to take actions based on that lie. And that's a crime. That the alternate electors and that kind of thing. Because Trump knew he was lying and people took legally protected actions. Alternate electors. What he was asking Pence to do, 100% legal. And then, and but they're saying it's illegal because Trump knew he was lying. You're allowed to lie. Well, A, the first thing they have to prove is that it's a lie. And he thought it was a lie. But here was the thing that occurred to me this morning when I- No, no, no. He thought, what do you think was a lie? Jack Smith and the charges is making the case that Donald no, Trump, Trump, Trump knew 2020 wasn't stolen and was lying about it. How could he know okay. that? How could he know that? But but here's where I'm going with it. Are we going to hold all politicians to this standard? 
Because Joe Biden lied about the existence of the Hunter Biden laptop. Joe Biden lied about knowing what Hunter Biden was doing. He told that lie publicly, and he knew it was a lie. People voted based on that. So by the same logic, Joe Biden should, there should be charges for Joe Biden. And virtually every politician that tells a lie, and people vote on that, it's the same, See, it's I, kind of this. I don't think I they should have got to this point. Man. I, I, right. I, just, I don't I, know. Second, because Good. I hear y'all talking about the lie part. The lawyer that was on this morning broke it down that it wasn't really about the First Amendment that everybody is talking about. It's what Jay was. Let's bring in uh, here at the big uh, plastic picnic table in front of the building. We got Elliot Felig. He's a former New York State prosecutor, worked in the Manhattan DA's office. Good to have you today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, um, what's your headline? On so. This? He has the First Amendment right to say the election was stolen. He can say that all over the country. He can say it all over TV. He has a right to file lawsuit after lawsuit claiming that the election was stolen, try to stop the certification. However, where he got in trouble is when they assembled these electors in the various states after Joe Biden had been declared the winner by the secretaries of state or by the governors, had them sign a certification saying we are the duly elected and duly certified electors. That's where he's going to argue there was no good faith basis. That's where he's going to say the fraud took place. If I can make an analogy, right, I could come on your show. I can say I'm Elon Musk's long lost son and I'm entitled to inherit all of his billions and billions of dollars when he dies. I can say that all over the country, even though it's false, even though it's stupid, right? But it's the First Amendment. You're First protected. Amendment, exactly. But if after Elon Musk passes away, I walk into probate court, hand up a document that says, hey, this is Elon Musk's will, and I know it's not his will, and it right. says I'm his son, and I say I get all his billions of dollars, guess what? Then I've committed fraud, then I've committed forgery, then I've maybe done an attempted grand larceny. And Jack Smith is going to make the argument that that's where they were not acting in good faith, that when they had these uh, false certificates prepared, when they asked Mike Pence to accept those rather than the other certificates, that's where he's going to argue the fraud was committed. So he's committed. going to argue that Trump knew those were false certificates? Right. He's going to argue he that there was because Trump, everyone you talk to says he still believes that he won the election. Right. Well, that's a great point. So to the extent that the indictment defends on knowingly making false statements, right. the key there is knowingly. Yeah. Donald Trump is going to defend this by saying he truly believed at the time and still to this day absolutely believes that the election was stolen, even in the absence of evidence, even though his own attorney general and so many others said, no, this was a fair election. So some people are saying that somebody within his camp has flipped. Maybe it's Mark Meadows. Maybe it's not because he seems to have disappeared and said, yeah, Donald Donald Trump told me that he knew this was uh, he lost the election. We're just going to keep pushing the envelope. But there are so many other people that would say he absolutely did not believe that. And there's a lot of people in his personal life who one in particular I know that appeared with him all right. last summer came and said, I'm telling you, at dinner, at lunch, on stage, he kept saying I won the 2020 election. So that to me, you can't you can't convict somebody on something that some one friend says one and another insider says another. No, no question. To this day, if you hooked him up to a lie detector test, he would probably pass on the question, do you really believe this election was unfair? Do you really believe it was stolen? That's going to be a, a huge part of his defense, that it was not a knowingly false statement, even if right. the prosecutors allege it was false. Is there a legal, can I just ask you, is there a legal process to getting other electors in? Is that unprecedented to looking for other electors? Didn't something similar happen with Referee B. Hayes? Uh, earlier and um, and and his. I'll pause that. When I, again, when y'all were talking about the First Amendment thing, and when I listened to him this morning, they are they aren't going to get him on what he said. They can't. That's I mean, again, that's 
and 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 I and I've heard that. Uh, I mean, I, I heard that on talk radio this morning. I heard. I mean, I was up at four o'clock this morning hearing this uh, first man. It it really. I mean, they can't get him I mean, because again, if he if that's what he believes, he has a first amendment right to say it. He you believes can, it, you, and I do too. You can't right. convict him on that, but you can convict him on something else, and that's where I think that they're. That's where I think he's going. That's where I think oh. Smith is going to try to go. Not not on what he believes, on the actions that he took. But what I'm the the point he made, and this is an important point. If President Trump believes the election was stolen, and he encourages people to take action based on that, that's legal. And when they say they're calling them fake electors and and yeah, what action did he take? Right. What did he take? It, it, Biden was always the president. Trump never did anything to change that. If you read the indictment, they're they're talking about how Trump met with these states to set up an alternative slate of electors. And he met with people. He said, here's the fraud. Here's, here's what happened. And he set up alternative electors. So how the constitutional process works is if the election's disputed, it gets kicked out. And the vice president could have done that before they changed the law right after the election. And you send it back to the state house where the state house reviews it. And that the alternate electors. Which is what definitely should have happened. That's That's what should have happened. That's what should. This whole thing. I'm telling you, this is why I had to turn my phone off last night. Because we're going into this with the predicate that this is a legitimate law. Legitimate action. And it's not. This whole thing is is never happened in the history of the United States of America. Right. This is something that changed on Obama's first day in office. It changed when he came in and the Justice Department stopped looking at bad behavior and guilty people and started focusing on clearly innocent people. They did it with the cop at that Harvard Beer Summit, and they did it all the way until yesterday. Yep. You know, they, this has been a, a, a complete shift in our justice department. And if this goes through in any way, shape or form, America's finished. Well, well, and it's I a- mean, I, well, for that, I have to disagree. I have to go back all the way to Clinton or, or um, even, um, even um, Bush because um, the DOJ has been uh, doing a whole lot of crazy things since even Elion Gonzalez. So that's true. Um, too. That's you're right about I mean, that. But I, when Holder came and in, I know, and I know that our side keeps on going after Obama because of the fundamental transformation. They used Obama, uh, 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 Nancy Pelosi and Harry Reid. They got their agenda in with their supermajority. And, yeah, I said and Obama administration, not Obama. It was Eric Holder. Right, right. right. And, and and who was running amok. And I mean, honestly, for, for many of us, that was the first time that we saw was supposed to be illegitimate, which was illegitimate, DOJ, um, seeming like he was working for the president instead of, uh, as a president's lawyer, okay? Because many people in the Obama administration protected Obama from all types of stuff. So when we're seeing that, when we're seeing that DOJ, contempt of court, all that stuff, and, and then the one that came after her, that met Clinton on the tarmac and everything like that. Like what kind of kind of DOJ thing is going on here? You know, but I mean, and from there, uh, 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 
the guy for uh, the guy for George W. Bush with Iraq War. Uh, well, well, no, that was that was before. I I, I still think that the DOJ has been doing this wrong for a long time. Uh, but I mean, I know what you're saying. I just, it's just that, um, again, I was rolling around in my bed this morning. I was like chicken and egg, chicken and egg, chicken and egg. I was looking at some of the responses by some of these Republicans and I almost start crying. I, seriously, I almost start I crying. You, in my me bed too. Me too. Because I was like, we would not be in this position if the Republicans would have took biz- took care of business during yep. the Trump administration. We would not have been here. And now they're coming with these long statements about the DOJ and what the DOJ is supposed shouldn't be doing and stuff. Y'all put y'all are responsible for this situation. That's I mean, yeah, I know, I know we can again we can slap on the Democrats and and yes, I mean, we can have a party. We can have funnel cakes and everything about, about how the, but they turn on Donald J. Trump on January 6th. On January 6th, that night, when they started doing, when they got back in there, they still could have turned everything down. They still could have. But basically, everybody went ahead and did it because of what happened earlier in the day. Almost like, yeah, we're mad. We can't believe that they did this. That's right. I'm certifying. They really didn't have to that that evening in the two and three o'clock in the morning. I think only a couple didn't, right? Cruz didn't, or did he? Yep. Or, but but more could have. They just didn't. And McCarthy got on the floor and blamed Trump that night. So I mean, for him to put out a long letter yesterday about the DOJ, I'm like, but you're the reason why this is happening. They had to be in on it to shut down Congress that day. Right. You look at the timelines. You look at the time. Larry Kudlow did a thing. March 16th, Comer reveals Biden family payments. April 4th, Trump New York criminal indictment. June 8th, GOP views Biden uh, bribery 1023 form. June 9th, Trump classified indictment. July 26th, Hunter plea deal falls apart. July 27, Trump, additional charges from Jack Smith. July 31st, Devin Archer testifies yesterday, a day that will live in infamy, August 1st, 2023, Trump, January 6th indictment. It's a pattern. It's four in a row. Right. Yeah, if you believe in coincidences, which I don't, like that would be a hell of a coincidence that ironically these charges drop right after. Four times. And that Devin Archer one and the Hunter stuff was huge because that was starting to break through with people on the left. And there was another bit of news yesterday, too, that nobody's talking about. Our credit rating got downgraded again. Double A. Again? Again. Again, by Fitch. Actually, if you look, too, the Treasury's running out of money, so they got to do another batch of printing money. If you watch that debt calculator clock, I've... I look at that website every few days to see how bad it is. And it's like, oh, shoot, the Treasury's out of money. Huh. This is horrible. Well, and, and here's what's crazy about the Trump thing. We saw in the summer of love, and we see it now in big cities, that while we feel society is very stable and very steady, what happens in big cities when you quit enforcing the law? It's chaos. It's, it's anarchy. Shit. 
very slim veneer of civility in this country. It is. And one of those veneers that every American can put their head down on the pillow is that everybody is going to be treated the same under the law. And that's what we hope. That's what we you hope. Know, but I mean, we convince ourselves that our vote counts, which they took away in 2020. We, we convince ourselves that you can say what you want, which they've taken away over the last few years. They've limited what and when you can say things. That's what and this now, is an attack on. It's an attack on voters. It is. And now if you look at this one and, and these repeated Trump indictments where at some point a logical person will, will step back and go, OK, President Trump is the only president or presidential candidate who's ever faced charges of crimes. You're telling me in the history of the country, there's never been a corrupt politician who committed a crime. And why is he the only one? Why are January 6ers the only ones locked up in solitary confinement? Why are they targeting the Michigan alternate electors for a crime at the same time. Now let's think about that. They're charging Trump for lying to them, right? We, we talked about those eight electors that are being charged are all grandmas and whatnot in Michigan. So, in Michigan. So they're charging Trump for lying. And that's how they convince these, these guys to do alternate electors, but then they're charging the grandmas in Michigan. You can't have it both ways. Where all this when the country finds out that the president of the United States is taking millions of dollars from our enemies. Right. The same week we find out about that, we have to be put through this. I'm telling you, the pressure on the other side of this dam is getting heavy. It is. You no, know, you know, um, as I said, I was up this morning and I was thinking and I was um, listening to talk radio. Todd Starnes, as a matter of fact, I haven't seen him in a long time. But he saw the same thing I saw uh, with the um, with the same uh, Comer, Jim Jordan on Hannity. And he came up with the same revelation I came up yesterday about how Hannity asked him, do you, I mean, do we have what we need? And Comer kind of flopped back on it. See, that's my issue. If if I'm listening to my co-host, we got them locked down. And, and, and granted, we got, well, not everything we need. We got mostly everything we need, mostly everything we need to go ahead and do this thing. I Me, I still see a little wiggle room with reasonable doubt. I know he has millions. I don't know where he got it from. I think, I mean, I'm sure he got it from his son or he got it from some bad deals. But where's the proof? Where where is where is the lock on that door to 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 push him in there and say I got him? This is it. I got him. They they have his son. They have his son a couple times over. As a matter of fact, well, they got his son. They got the bank records. Put the, put him out there then. Say okay. Is it, isn't there? I'm not an the attorney, bank man. I go to companies. If but the companies, I mean, doesn't the country of origin? Doesn't the country of origin? Well, I mean, why haven't they yet? I don't know. Here's the here's the That's difficulty. The thing. Why haven't they yet? Here's the difficulty. And I thought the banks were kind of kind of not playing ball or something. But okay. Well, here's know. the difficulty. They when people say we don't have them, they're right. We are one step away from having him. 
The difficulty is the Department of Justice is not going to investigate that last step. They block the IRS from investigating that last step. They block the the whistleblowers and the FBI. Go back and watch those testimonies. All those people said, we got right there. We need to go this next step, talk to the family and do that sort of thing. So we're never going to get that step unless Merrick Garland orders the Department of Justice to take that last step. The only way the Republicans can close that last gap is through impeachment because impeachment allows them subpoena power and bringing people in and questioning them, that kind of thing. Well, Well, um, sometimes you go by the details and sometimes you got to look at it. Is there really anybody that believes that that Joe Biden's family earned thirty five million dollars while he was in the Senate? No. At some no. point in time, we got to like, all right, you know, all these regulations and these different misdirections are, they're killing us here, man. This guy should not be in charge of the military. He just should not be anywhere near our our country's security, man, when he's taking that much money from that many different countries. Well, and it just, and, it's, I'm sitting here, I don't know what to do. And I, well, I'll I actually say, goes I, for many, many of the, many of the longstanding older people that are in there right now. Have I mean, look, look, we've said it on the show many times. They go in poor people, they come out built uh, almost damn near billionaires somehow, some way, and experts. Okay, they're, I mean they're right, and and then they're into some type of speaking circuit, or they're president or CEO, or some type of oil company, or or whatnot. They they're all doing it. They're in there that long, and um, something else that. Uh, Something else that came up was why wasn't Joe and Hunter's crap cleaned up a long time ago? They've been doing this for a long time. This this, this didn't just happen in the last couple of years. No, nah, but They've they reached their A game. They, they reached no, 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 their no, A game when he was vice president. I was going to say, I'll correct touch. These guys absolutely earned their money. They earned every cent of it. It's come out. Their business is is peddling government influence to get the government to take actions based on, I mean, like a lobbyist, basically. That was what they were marketing. They were using Joe Biden as their figurehead. This is what they're marketing. They were excellent at it. Look at the results that they got for their clients. Well, I guess stealing our tax money isn't enough. They have to peddle influence. Um, As a sitting senator, that's when he got a whole lot of his money, too. True. Yep. And 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 it's like, uh, why didn't Joe or even his uncle clean that boy up? Because they you figured know? they're uh, they're above the law. It's you an know? arrogance, yeah. Wayne. It's an arrogance that they have. Just you, totally, it reminds you of of House of Cards. It's if you look at the Hunter Biden Devin Archer business model, they were just lobbyists. It's just they were lobbying Joe Biden. That's all Either they way, were doing. They were yeah, extorting him. Right. I know I know Joe Biden uh, Joe Biden and Hunter are the uh, are the uh, flavor of of the of the last couple of years because he's president. But uh, I ladies and gentlemen, friends, family, I would be remiss to even think that they are above the Clintons. So I mean, I don't give the Clintons a pass on anything. And Right now, the Clintons are sitting over there quiet. They've gotten away with a whole lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, deaths, mind you. And 
you know, everybody is. <laughs> I mean, the way the way I see some people talk about Biden right now, it's like, damn man, he, he man, he's 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 just I'm like. This is like a, this is like a, a, a schoolhouse stupidity fest here. Right. But this is what we're fighting against. I know you got guys like Henry Ross who are so disconnected from logic. Henry Ross types no previous president has committed the number of crimes as had Donald Trump. Donald Trump is an idiot and I'm being mild in my critique. If you really think in the history of the United States that the old, that the most corrupt president was President Trump, who's had more investigations than him collectively than every other president in the history of presidents combined, if you really think he's the most corrupt, you're just a moron. I don't know what to tell. I don't know how you get out of bed and make breakfast I'm, for yourself. Man, I'm tired. I'm sorry. So I'm I am too. I am tired. I mean, because. What they're doing, this man? I'm tired. I'm serious. What they're doing to all of us, not just this man. This is well, something that. This is all of us. This is. I can tell you, there's people right now that are contemplating. You know what? Screw it, man. I'm out. Yeah. I'm not voting anymore. I'm not doing any of this stuff. I'm not talking anymore. I did the best I could. Yep. Again. You know, I was. I was on my bed this morning. Almost. Almost tears in my eyes. I was like, because. The Georgia indictment is coming. I know. This I was is, like, uh, God, I'm sitting well, here thinking. The same was... No, it's not. Trump, Trump thought Georgia was stolen from him. And he said, go investigate the fraud. You only got to find 12,000 cases of fraud. And we can take legal action on it. And they want to throw when, him in jail for that. One is state. One is federal. So, it, I mean... Yeah, you're talking about the same subject, but one, um, but I'm sure that the charges are going to be different, especially with, I mean, and there's nothing that I kind of noticed too, what the DOJ and Jack Smith is doing. And I sent you that picture last night. It's all minorities, boy. Yeah. It's all minorities because they, they're doing the Obama effect. Against Eric say Holder. something against them, you're racist. Yep, that's exactly say something right. about that how they uh how they are ruling, how they're Mr. Trump be quiet. Oh man, she told me to be quiet. Oh, that's racist. Look at what they did with, with uh Orlando and Ferguson and all those they, they were all they used racist as their weapon mm-hmm. in every one of them, and every one of those people was innocent, and they used racism. I mean, I don't know about Chauvin, all right? I don't. I didn't see the tapes because the attorney general suppressed the tapes. But these things, by and large, were, were BS made up stuff. They tried to actually tear our country down with the law enforcement, with the DOJ. It's just a uh, fun fact from somebody from Minnesota, Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin's uh, case, they didn't accuse him or have anything to do with race in any of the case or any of the testimony. Um, most that of these, wasn't the public opinion, the, the guy's knee on somebody's neck looked pretty racist to me. Yeah. I'm, these, I'm saying like the media kept talking about race, but if you actually follow the trial and watch the hearing race, wasn't brought up one time. Most of these um, events 
happened in an election year or yep. very close to it. You notice that. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching the Wayne Dupree podcast. We got more here. We're breaking it down, analyzing, giving an opinion about the indictment. Uh, uh, he's supposed to be showing up in court tomorrow. Um, I, I read somewhere where they could, they probably won't, but they could keep him in D.C. I read that. I read that and I was like, man, this boy. Look I mean, how many they, people are right against us. They are they are playing this thing for keeps. And yeah. I just keep going back. Hutch, um, Jay, I, I, I just keep going back to what the Oath Keepers um, guy said, boy. He warned him. He, he, he said, man. He can't. What is he going to do? The only thing he can do is plea out. Yeah. And we really don't see him pleading out. That's the thing, right? I'll tell I you, man, if he goes to prison, man, that's uncharted territory. I, I don't know. There's a whole lot. The, the vast majority of people in this country voted for that guy. I don't care what anybody says. And he and he will be voted president of the United States if he's in prison. Yep. And if something happens to stop that, that's just the truth. That's you just better the truth. look at history. You better look at world history. That's just the truth. When you lock and, up somebody like him, just think yeah. of South Africa and Nelson Mandela. Yeah. You know, I feel like That's I got a bad example, but it, it's true. I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta take this break. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a whole lot over. We'll be right back. When I met my husband Chuck, he was famous for doing things like this. Now he's in his 80s, and he's still doing this for fun. And since we live on a ranch, he's up at sunrise doing things like this. Isn't that right, honey? That's right. He's stronger, can work out longer, keeps up on his ranch chores, and has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids. I've made just one change. I still feel like I'm in my 50s. I've started doing this too, and I've never felt better. I feel 10 years younger, and my body looks leaner, and I have energy all day. Chuck made a video that explains everything. Watch it. It'll change the way you think about your health. Watch this video. Watch the video. You won't believe how simple it is. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks America! We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. 
Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Red Boys Media Network, Wayne Dupree, Hutch Baylor Jr., and Jason Robinson. Um, you know, another thing that I was getting... Damn, man, this is an emotional time. Um, another thing that I'm getting tired of is hearing or watching all of these people talk about Trump um, in a way that I can't believe. And I'm not talking about us. I'm not talking about us. But it, like Mike Pence, I, maybe. Mike oh Pence my God! Did you see Pence's response? Did you see? Did you see? Did you see DeSantis? No. Oh, it was even worse. I, didn't see I saw something. He said he didn't read the indictment or something like that. That's the issue. He's a lawyer. What do you mean you're not reading it? He's a jag man. He's a freaking right. jag, and he came out and said whatever he said, and he, and and then he tweeted. Well, I haven't read it yet. You you're, He's you're not supposed to even. He's and, lost. And, He's and Pence and Pence didn't read it either. Pence said in his tweet he didn't read it either. But I'm getting tired of seeing so many of these tweets saying, uh, this happened to a former president, this happened to a former president, happened to a former president. And it's like I'll go back to what I said earlier. But if y'all had done your business, see, I, yeah, I mean they're all it, part of it. it we it talked hurt, about it. it. My heart. That they allowed this to happen to Donald Trump in 2020. He told y'all what was happening. He told people what was what was going to go on early in the year. Probably even did it at the end of uh, uh, 2019. But in early 2020, almost every rally, he told everybody what was good. And and you know what people did? Okay, yeah, yeah, smile. Yeah. Now, now I'm not saying. I'm not saying they, well, actually, I'm saying that they could have done more, especially in D.C. They could have done more. They could have rallied, circled the wagons early, hard. You know, when the Democrats come out and the Democrats say um, um, protect their, their own, they come out with force. They come out with strength. They come out with a spine. They protected Ilhan Omar. Yep. Gave her security. They protected AOC, gave her security. They protected Rashida Tlaib, gave her security. And what did they do with Donald Trump? 
Yes, um, it was his fault that it, for January 6th, I can't believe in my Republican district, Man, y'all did this to him. Y'all did this to him. We didn't do it. We we went and voted. Y'all did this to him in Washington, D.C. And now all of a sudden, y'all are acting like it's the DOJ's fault. Yeah, yeah, it is. But y'all help. Because Merrick Garland wouldn't be DOJ if y'all would have did your jobs. And maybe Trump would have a new DOJ. Maybe, maybe that's why God allowed it to happen so that Bill Barr would get removed. Well, actually, Bill Barr got removed at the end of the thing. So, either way, uh, look at it, look at it just a little bit different way. Look I'm at what something. the GOP did to us. Yep, we're the ones that elected Donald Trump. They're going against their own people, and yet people still donate. I see Ron McDaniel's face every time I think of this. Yeah. Well, yeah, think of how much should have got done in the first two terms or first two years of President Trump's presidency. And that wasn't stopped by Democrats. Even Russiagate, it's come out now. It's after the fact. The FBI, the Department of Justice, they all knew Russiagate was trash from the start. Right. That's come out. It's in documents that the government has. It's been in testimony. Yeah, it turns out we knew it was not, you know, it was opposition research funded by Porchenko and Michael Steele. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that, but they would have done anything. We sent Donald Trump there with the mandate to get things done, build the wall, secure our borders, stop wars, all that stuff. And our own side stopped him. That's bullshit. And after that, once they started all this kangaroo court stuff, Where's all the hunger strikes in Congress? Where's right. all the getting in front of the cameras like the Democrats? Do you think we missed that? Do you yeah, think we just pretended that didn't happen? I we didn't. saw that. Yep, and I and I said something about it too because I because I got tired of seeing it. If, if, if the Democrats believe in something, they're in front of that camera, they're on TV, they're on the news stations, and they are slapping down Republicans. If it's the Republicans that need to get the message out. Silence. They send John right. Cornyn out or John Thune. Right. They, they, Here's three old white dudes that are yeah. going to say, we're going to think about maybe sending a letter to them and you know, we might yeah. start an inquiry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In I'm tired of those months. damn letters, too. Tired of the letters. Fiscal conservancy and, and you yeah. know, limited government and uh, peace through strength, the Hannity doctrine. Empty threats. You know what? I think we need to impeach them. I think we, I think... We should do something. We're not clear on what we should do, but I think we should do something. <sighs> they fear this man, y'all. They fear him. They fear him so bad. I mean, they fear us. Yes, I know. They fear him because he has the hammer. He has the hammer. When he gets in, they fear him. They don't want him in there for another four years. As, um, a, a, a lame duck. They don't want him in there. They don't want him in there. They want to bury this dude. I heard that this morning. Uh, my my buddy over to um, WCBM. He was like, they fear him, and they want to bury him. Do you and know that those charges, the, those those charges that are so vague, carry the potential of the death penalty? I know. Yep. Well, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. 
One of those laws, too, is from like 1846, and nobody's ever been prosecuted. Listen, to these, listen to these charges one time. I haven't heard any of these things. Charge one, conspiracy to defraud the United States government. Donald Trump to defraud the U.S. Yeah, government. Electors, yeah. Number two, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. What official proceeding did Donald Trump obstruct? Three, and this is the one, that, or four, rather, this is the one that kills me. Conspiracy against rights. What the hell is that? I think that was a law from 1846. Seriously. And it was, it was, if you're infringing on somebody's rights, you can be charged with a federal crime. Wow. Well, and, wow. and it was like never used. I'll, I'll tell again, you, me, again, a law that's on the books that has been looked over Walked walked around because the Democrat a, a, a lot of Democrat a lot of Democrats can be locked up for that. A right. lot of Democrats can be locked up for that federal law, and I mean, they don't use that one. So nowhere in that indictment is anything criminally alleging relating to January six events at the U.S. Capitol building. But you'll right. notice the lawfare delivery of the remarks. Special Counsel Jack Smith factually speaks almost exclusively of the January 6th events, but they didn't charge him for that. And I, I, I just want to say this, this couple sentences here because it helped me pick myself up a little bit when I was down the lowest about this. At this point in history, these attacks against President Donald Trump are lawfare members sticking their fingers and toes into the cracks of a justice dam that is increasingly unstable and about to collapse. The pressure on the other side of the dam is the collective anger of we the people. And when that dam breaks, no pre-positioned scuba gear is going to protect them. Uh, and then it goes on to say, and this is the inspirational part, continue living your very best life. Do not let yourself or your family fall victim to the fear of dark imaginings. However, look beyond our current proximity and keep your eyes open for any and all constructs that can be repurposed to protect government interests through physical lockdowns. So keep your eyes open for the next pandemic. Oh, it's yeah. coming. Yeah, it is coming. It is coming. They did yeah, a problem yeah. with the monkeypox, and then that was just for the gay people. So then they're like, wow, oh, we got to come up with, there's a new COVID. MSNBC's thing. medical guys already calling for masks again. Right. Yeah. Well, can I give you guys, since since Hutch gave us the, the positive, can I give us the black pill? So one of we've been talking about the last institution that we feel is not corrupt. So executive branch is corrupt. The legislative branch is corrupt. The administrative yeah. state's corrupt. Yeah. Uh, the last branch we can really feel pretty good about the Supreme Court. One of the outcomes yeah. of this case that I saw a lawyer break down yeah. is Trump could appeal directly to the Supreme Court to get but the case will. kicked since there's no grounds for it. Can you imagine the world if Trump goes to the Supreme Court and they kick these charges? I mean, like, it's sooner or later we're going to have to have that showdown. Right. It's either going to be that way or another way. It's one way or another. This country, we can't live together right now. Right. I cannot I cannot sit here and accept the lifestyle of a leftist or a Marxist. I'm not going to do that. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, move somewhere else. I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but we're at a really dangerous point in this country's history. 
You've got a whole chunk of this country's society that thinks this is okay. Right. Almost the entire, almost everything professional in this country is good with it. Every news station, every newspaper, every school, every college, every, it's, it's unbelievable. Every agency, federal agency, most of the states are okay. It's just, uh, where do we go from here? Yeah. I, I, I have always, because I guess maybe, maybe it's the way I was born, but I always try to be in the middle or have it even, even type of stuff. And I know the people that Hutch is talking about, I can't live next to that stuff either. I can't. But most of the liberals that I live next to aren't like that. Right. Me too. So, so it's like, okay. So are they faking this out? Or is there just a few of them? Maybe. I think, I think, and I've always thought it's a few of them with a big, they, they have their tentacles in the main systems like the media and Hollywood and different things like that. Schools. They, um, teachers and things like that. They have, and it, and it wasn't just overnight. They have been in this since the early 60s, 70s. And for some odd reason, like, like the Republicans have done in the past, they were like, okay, well, if they're going to do that, we're just going to move into the, the burbs and create our charter schools and do, do it that way. And then we don't have to deal with that. We don't, we don't have to deal with that. We can do our own self, you know, our own stuff our way and everything will be fine. The only problem with that is the ID channel because then all the, all the crime and stuff is now filtering to the suburbs. Okay, it's filtering to, to the heartland of the heartland of America. Used to be the strongest point of America. You go in there, you better be right. For real, hard working, um, sun up to sundown. They uh, uh, crop crop dusting, uh, food planting. Uh, I mean, these people work, and now all of a sudden they're they're. They're getting subsidies from the government, begging the government to exist. To exist. As a matter of fact, and this almost brings a, a tear to your face. For the last couple of years, they've been on life support. Chickens that wouldn't eat uh, uh, feed for six or seven months. Everybody was like, why? The chickens are dying. Why are they? Why are they eating feed? They put something in the feed. Hutch, you're talking about a, a a story where thousands, hundreds of thousands of chickens were killed. Huh? And beef. Um, Remember that Jason, fire, that explosion of the supply, um, the supply chain, and and how the supply chain is being cut and stuff. Ah, laser. I mean, all this stuff is being done piece by piece by piece by piece because they're testing us to see how far they can go. Because sooner or later they're gonna slap it down. I'm I'm shocked that the Fed now thing hasn't uh, uh, went online. Racist concern, you know. I don't know what we did. I don't know what we did. What I don't what think we said anything about race today? Did we? I really don't understand. Shut up, cracker. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I was going to say the white dude, the black guy, and the Native American go on a podcast and they all get called racist. <laughs> like, come on, guys. They, they, I'm sorry. They, they just, they just don't know, man. They just don't know. You, you come, I mean, man. I really, I, I really got to get this phone thing straight because. <laughs> I remember that time that boy was saying something, and I just like let him talk, let him talk, let him talk. Okay, he finished talk, and then uh, he got finished talking, and I was like, "Okay, now wait a minute, hold on now, what? Wait, let me tell you." And, and no, then, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, you wait a minute. <laughs> oh man, uh, um, yeah, we used to have some fun. We did. Uh, Hutch, uh, no, um, Trudeau and his wife are, are splitting. Um, isn't she Castro's about 80? Son. Castro's son is splitting from his wife. Isn't she like a lot oh, of really? Him? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I thought that was a French president. The French president married his mom, didn't he? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Macron I married. I mean, <laughs> I don't have time for these people, man. Macron married the older woman. Like, here's what's funny, too, even for the trolls. And we've said it a million times. We're going to say a million more. The problem isn't right versus left. The problem is us versus them. The peons Smart versus the elites. <laughs> and when you talk about like Justin Trudeau, he's just part of the elite class. He's just part of that. And it's it's crazy when you see what these these folks do that are ultimately our rulers, whether you think they are or not. You know, it's the ruling class and the country class. Yep. Yeah. All, again, all that all that stuff that was happening to the food and everything like that. Uh, they're setting us up. They're setting us up. And we keep saying on this show, uh, you have to look ahead. We I mean, honestly, I felt that the indictment was coming. I, I knew that I knew the federal so, government. Yeah, you know, I, I had I this mean, little honestly, brief, I, I had this little bit now. of I had this little bit of hope. That they weren't going to do it. Just a little bit, a little flicker. I think he's going to go over 200 felony charges. And I would be, we've, we've called four indictments because George is coming. I'm George trying to figure out what the fifth and sixth is because it's not on the radar. I can't figure Arizona? out what they're going to charge him for. Arizona? They're, they're going to come with something. Is there, is, um, is Arizona going to come with something? Because, um, they got that Democrat. Is it a Democrat governor or is it a Republican yeah. governor? Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, she works for the drug cartels. Oh my yeah. God! And if yeah. you've been following that, even her uh, attorney general like won the race by four hundred votes, and they have like thousands um, of fraudulent things. They're yeah. taking that stuff all the way to the Supreme Court. So, I'll tell you, man, this is gonna. We live in crazy times. Crazy times with crazy people. Once the government has decided that they are, well, once once the once the government has decided you are enemy of the state, then you are a threat. And that's why be very careful, ladies and gentlemen, especially on the internet. Be very careful what you say. Yeah, you have to now. I hate to say it. I might be ending my career here. I don't know. There's things that are going through my mind that I can't say. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there before. 
you know, and it, it's like if I do say it, yeah, then they're going to turn this kangaroo court against me. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm ready to handle that. I, I, mm. I'm scared. It's, yeah, I, it's I, fun I you say lie. that. Cause that's where I landed with the Devin Archer thing. When it came out on the weekend, like they were saying, Oh, we're going to lock you up or whatever. I'm like, all this is, and it's the same thing with these Trump charges. They just want you to have to make the decision. Do I speak up knowing they're going to come after me with the full weight of the law for anything I've done? And I got to say myself, I can't speak for anybody else, but I'm guessing you guys and everybody on there, there is something the law can come after me for. My lawn is not mowed right. The city can find me. You know, I parked on the street. Like, and they don't even need real evidence. They can just make the stuff up now. Come on, right? They'll manufacture with AI. (laughs) Yeah, AI is different. Yeah, yeah, and that's right. And that I I mean, look, maybe maybe it was only me, but when they start coming up with, we're CNN start coming up with these audio tapes and stuff. I was like, man, AI could have did that crap. Hey, oh, yeah. I could have did that. You know, I mean, I was like, why in the world does CNN can't keep getting it? And that was after you know they who fired developed all that stuff. You know, the intelligence community developed right. all that stuff. That's Elon where it started. Musk. Elon Musk, too. <laughs> Real quick, um, I I do I do have that clip now of um Comer with Hannity. And I want to play it because I, I mean, again, when I was listening to Todd Starnes, I was like, well, damn, I said the same thing on my show. I wonder if he was watching, watching this or whatnot. Cause you know, sometimes, sometimes they watch us and steal. Cause these invest, this would all get covered up. And both of you have put your neck on the line to get to the truth. And we went a long way today. And uh, this, will you both answer yes or no? Do you believe that this is now officially the Joe uh, Biden bribery allegation? And do you believe that you will be able to prove that? Jim Comer. I sure hope so. And I I do believe that uh, there's a lot of smoke. And where there's smoke, there's fire. We we just heard testimony right. today that Joe Jim, Biden had lied to the American people. Jim Jordan, do you believe that? And do you so believe was, the, the DOJ has been helping to cover it up? Well, it sure looks that way. And I would tell you this, Joe Biden said he was not involved. There were two dinners at the Cafe Milano in D.C. One of them, as you pointed out, where, where Joe Biden was there for the entire dinner both times. One of them had Mrs. Batarina, this Russian uh, the wealthiest woman in Russia, worth over a billion dollars. So that sure is a different story than what he's been telling us all along. All right. Uh, great work, both of you. Sound like they have so much conviction. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. They glossed over the answer. And the answer is the Department of, of Justice isn't doing their damn job. Oh, right, it, of course. I mean, but but for some reason, they're, they're playing that game. They don't want the American people to know what you just said. You right. said what everybody should know. They, but they ain't gonna say that. I, well, right. I think so. Well, I sure think looks so. that way to me. Sure, sure looks like it. But we, but we ain't there yet. We ain't Department there yet. of Justice, do your job. Finish the investigation you've been working on for five years. 
and let us know. We went wait, through wait, everything. Wait. There's nothing there. Or it's think, done. Think, think of this. The president is accused, and there's bank accounts to prove this, at least to require an investigator, that he got $35 million from foreign countries. Yeah. So where in the F is the special prosecutor? And then if you really want to go back to that, there, there were certain shenanigans going on with the Obama um, campaign in 2007. I'll never forget that. Where a whole lot of foreign investments, a whole lot of foreign donations came in for his presidential campaign. And Bill Clinton blazed the trail for that one. He used to rent out the Lincoln bedroom to the Chinese. Can yeah. we talk about the Clintons in Haiti? <laughs> Scooby-Doo? Oh, man. What they did to Haiti. You talk about war crimes or war. What they did to Haiti after that earthquake. Four or five years later when they took pictures down there. All the all, all the billions that all the countries that sent down there. And those people still in tents. Four and five years later. Didn't we have like the president of Haiti on the show? Initiative or whatever, huh? Didn't we have like the Haitian president or something on the show? We had somebody that was involved in that situation a long time ago. We, we did have somebody, didn't we? Um, telling us. That, and he was telling us everything. Yeah, yeah, he did. He told us he about. They, um, they came in his office and. He told us about Hillary's uh, brother. Having yeah. Gold mines or something down, silver <laughs> gold mines down there. I almost forgot about that. That was a good yeah. guest. Yeah. Yep. Damn, that yep. was a long time ago. Yep. But 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 they get off, ladies and gentlemen. You're watching the Wayne Dupree podcast. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna have more here on the Red Boys Media Network. Jason Robinson, Hutch Bailey Jr., Wayne Dupree. We'll Attention, be right Americans! Back. Breaking news: Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. 
Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks Welcome back to the show. Wayne Dupree, Hutch Bailey Jr., Jason Robinson here on the Red Voice Media Network. Um, Jack Smith, uh, uh, special counsel for the DOJ, came out yesterday and said that he wanted a speedy trial. Um, he also said he wanted a speedy trial in Florida, too. And that's next May, March, April, or May. So um, when I looked at the timeline, this one's impossible. Yeah. When I looked at all those trials and stuff that he got coming up, that Trump has coming up, that timeline, that's a lot of stuff. And that's why I remember I was, how many I we were talking about Obama and, and Clinton and stuff like that. You know sure. how many times the DOJ refused to even investigate because it was a year out from election? This is a complete reversal of 250 years, man. Yep. Yep. I agree. You people that are on board with this, you people that are on board with this, uh, you don't know the damage you're going to do to future generations of this country. That's right. You're going to end up, your grandkids are going to be slaves if you don't wake up. That was the point I was, I was making earlier is that no president, presidential candidate or former president's been charged with crimes like this. And it's not saying they are above the law or should be above the law. It's just before you bring charges like this, this can't be a maybe, I think so. I mean, that just undermines everybody's confidence in the system when one side can say, we're sick in the DOJ on you if you run for president. Like, that's terrible. When you look at what led up to it. I mean, you look at all the stuff that led up. Five swing states stop counting ballots on election night. Right. You know, I mean, that all by itself should have stopped everything. Yeah, I was pissed off that. I was like, wait a minute. Why is Pennsylvania stop? No, no, no. Actually, Atlanta, why is Georgia uh, going home? Yeah, I knew somebody that was there. Was <laughs> why is Georgia going home? Yeah, it's like, you're supposed to be counting. You ain't, you're not supposed to punch in and punch out and go home and come back tomorrow. This is election. A pipe, a pipe broke, so you stop everything? Wow. Well, that's what's really tragic, too, about this whole thing. So between all the laws changing with the COVID, all the weird stuff happening in Election Day, if the people who run the country are really serious about things, they would have said, we need to shut down and we need to do deep dives because there's enough weird stuff in this election that we need to reassure the voters that the election was legit. And they immediately, within like 72 hours, said, oh, we looked into it. Everything's good. There's no way you could have done due diligence. And the Uniparty, the Uniparty sprung into action and canceled that session of Congress, declared an emergency, and there's no precedent, and nothing happened. Yep. Nothing. What? And that's enough to, to just upend. See, the problem is, is for this country to work, the citizens have to trust the government. And Correct. if the citizens lose the trust of the government, Wish the government had. has to shoot the citizens. Hmm. The end of the day, Wish when everything else played out, that's what it is. Which is interesting, because if you go back like 30, 40 years ago, 
when Republicans had more control of things, the Democrats were the ones that are like, the government's corrupt. And they were right. The government was corrupt and it was corrupt benefiting Republicans. So Republicans stuck our head in the sand. It was kind of like after 9-11 with the Patriot Act and all that. Uh, yeah, we were yeah. like, let's pass all these I was laws. Say, I was going to say, when, when were we in charge that long? To, but then 9-11, after 9-11. And you know what? That's another thing that, um, Jason, that's another thing that, that, that changed the course of where we are today is what was allowed when George W. Bush did that to um, Saddam Hussein in Iraq. Yep. That changed the course of this country with the preemptive strikes because we had never before been in that situation either. Wait a minute, we're gonna hit a nation that hit, hasn't hit us that not in, that is not in war that allegedly has such. We know what he did in the past, and we didn't go after him in the past, but we're going after him now. And y'all are gonna do a preemptive thing, and that just caught. I mean, what what George W. Bush did to this country and the future where we, I mean, that's why we are where we are right now too, because of what George yep. W. Bush did now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can, I can say Clinton put us in certain positions too, because he could have killed Osama bin Laden. You remember when he was that close, he was that close in killing Osama bin Laden, but he, but he didn't get him. Okay, fine. Uh, but I think it was Biden that outed that he had a satellite phone. Really? Yep. I, I remember something about that. Yeah. Hmm. Or they showed a picture with a guy on a satellite phone and all of a sudden all the, all the phone calls stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you the scariest thing that I ever heard during that era. That was back when I used to watch Glenn Beck all the time, every day. Mm -hmm. And Glenn Beck got an audience with George W. Bush and he came back on his show and he said, you know, the scariest thing I ever heard happened to me when I visited George W. Bush. I was saying something and we were talking about some subject. I forget what it was. We were talking about a serious subject and George W. Bush looked at me and said, Glenn, it doesn't matter who's president. Right. I was like, huh? And that's yeah. why they hate Trump. Yeah. Because Trump, it matters who's president. But he's the only one. The rest of those Keebler elves are all just puppets. Yeah. Well, and it's not even the elected officials, the administrative state's so large and overbearing. That's what he meant. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, I, growing, I tell that story. When I was back in my corporate days, like you could drop a new store manager in a big box retail store with 500 employees and that had one culture or whatnot. And those employees run the store. Like the store manager can do some things and over time maybe make some difference, but like you've got to get rid of all those employees if you got a bad store, you know, and get new and get the right employees. And for the and for those that um aren't sure what I'm talking about with George W. Bush, I think it still haunts him to this day about what um happened in um in Iraq. He can't he can't get it out of his head. Are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> 
Iraq too. Anyway, uh, <laughs> seventy-five. Uh, I'll tell you, he was he was describing the United States. Yeah, yeah, yep. he was. He was. That's what they did, and he's part of it. He was part of. He, he led it. I mean, from 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 what I was told, and the same thing happened with um, with um, um, with Biden with Afghanistan. They kept telling. You know, there's a great movie on Hulu about this young uh, English reporter that came across the information that the war was illegal. And she made the memo public. And uh, Bush Bush went ahead with the war in Iraq. The UK also went with the United States. But uh, UK had to go through hoops to get approval to go in with the United States because the UK was like, what the United States is getting ready to do is illegal. And uh, she was getting ready to go up for court and uh, the prosecutor says, um, we're going to dismiss the charges. We don't have enough to convict her for releasing that memo. Even though what she did, I mean, they kept her on pins and nails for a whole year that she could have went to went to jail and you know, but when they got her in court, following that, had to let her go. But that situation, it's like that's the same thing that happened with Biden. He was told that he shouldn't do what he did with Afghanistan, and he did it anyway. You know, and I also go back to Donald Trump because you know if if, if I'm gonna call anything out, I I, I got to call him out too with Syria. Uh, the Syria thing, he shouldn't have did it, but he had um, uh, Graham and uh, McCain in his ear about Syria, about those Russians. Yeah, yeah, and and they still didn't find what they were looking for. Nope the the gas or whatever in Syria, they didn't find it. You know, and but guess what? As of all things. Everything just got quiet and went away. See, yeah. that's why I'm waiting for Trump term two, because he learned so much term one. And anybody who knows how a successful businessman or entrepreneur works, like you don't get it right the first time every time. And when we had, you know, his rep on and they were talking about the people he hired and and all that. And I mean, think of the poor guy. He sh he wins presidency and he shows up and he doesn't know who any of these people are and he doesn't know who he can trust. He thinks there's he two parties. Right. He thinks there's two parties. He doesn't realize the people on his side are worse than the people on the other side. And uh, and then you think like the Flynn thing, Flynn got charged with that nonsense. And so it's like he hasn't even unpacked his office yet. And they're trying to run Flynn out of there. And I think if Donald Trump was in that situation today, he would tell him to go get go get bent. And that's why I think Michael Flynn has forgiven him. And I think Flynn wants to be part of the new administration and Flynn's a great, like Flynn's what we need. Like we need heroes like that to go in. How about this just, revolution of Pence, man? Oh, uh, this guy, he was number two. It's a wonder he didn't stick a knife in Trump. But, right. but the only reason why we accepted him is because Trump picked him. We I were never that. Pence. We were never Pence because we kept hearing that Pence was uh, Cruz light. 
So I mean, all, and, these governors, these governors all try to do this, and then never one of them works out. Yeah, you know, I it's, mean, and another thing with Pence too is that, and I'm sure, I mean, think about it. But when they got elected, uh, Ryan, every time that they were doing something on the hill, <laughs> Ryan was Barry. congratulating. Pence is a closet homo. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Harry. Um, Harry, Harry Ash uh, in our comments said that, ladies and gentlemen. I, was <laughs> I didn't um, even say nothing. <laughs> I was just no, but, uh, <laughs> no, but um, every time that um, Paul Ryan and McCarthy introduced um, Pence in the House, in a House setting, they made it feel like Pence was it. Pence was their guy. Pence was their establishment guy the whole time. I never, I never trusted the Pence thing, but hey, Donald Trump, if that's who you want, you know, we'll go along with it. But just mark it down, not happy with it. Not happy with the Jeff Sessions thing, but we'll go along with it. You know, okay. All right. HR McMaster, ching, ching. Ching, ching, ching. Here's the thing, though. 2016, we didn't know. How bad the establishment was we didn't know what the uniparty was president trump exposed that all to us we thought republicans just didn't get enough stuff done and we always thought that all these people really were going to do what they said they were going to do and once they got control with somebody who wanted to push this stuff through they would do it and instead republicans like we learned that they've been lying to us the whole time here's the here's the thing to watch we knew about the uniparty before 2016 but not as deep as it was. I still like thought this. I still thought they were. If you want to know how Here we, we used to look at Republicans, yeah. we'd look at them like they couldn't fight. We used to get right. on them all the time. These guys can't fight. They don't know what they're doing. Well, you know what? Watch them in a primary. They can fight. But only against well, other Republicans. And when I say the uniparty, like, I don't think anybody in 2015 would have said, we're going to control the House, Senate, and we can't get the border wall passed. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. I knew it was there. I mean, put that in perspective. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and but, I mean, just I just use a border wall because that should have been the simple thing. One page bill, here's however many millions, go build right. the wall. And, yeah, sure. and, and I don't think we understood how bad it was. It, and like now we do, and you can look back and go like, holy cow, these guys... One of my nope. favorite senators used to be McCain. I used to love watching that guy. All right. Until I figured him out. The only reason why I said said that I think that we had an inkling about it is because we knew that there was people controlling oh, right. on the other side. We knew that there was a deep state that was literally con basically controlling the way that Congress was going. Because there's no way that you can be uh, part of the Republican Party and be that weak year after year after year after year, um, and 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 look that weak in front of everybody, and really not care. Really, I mean, continue in that same position. James Rosen, who used to be, what do y'all think about James Rosen? That's the guy. No, that's Ed Henry. I don't remember which one he is. I I, I can okay. see him, but I can't remember why he's famous. Okay, the merits of the Trump indictment aside, it's fascinating to observe the polarized response to it. Supporters of 
Will Donald Trump see weaponization, the U.S. degenerate into a banana republic? Opponents see the law on multiple fronts catching up with a bad and dangerous man. As they let Biden sit there free. Yeah. See, I, I, I don't follow that logic. I think that's a hollow observation by Rosen. I'm saying I don't think yes. that I don't think it's a bona fide uh, belief in the law that they want to lock this guy up. I think that they just want a lot. They want blood. That's all. Yeah. See, I think the power establishment wants blood, but I think the average Democrat has been so programmed that Trump is evil. It, it's two people watching a different movie. Yeah. You know, we see this as the conservative side or the MAGA side, and mm. we can see a clear dichotomy about how they're treating people. And we're like, dude, this is bad. Like, it, these guys are like the Trump charges. This is bad. This is the worst president we ever had in the history of America. He got us energy independent. He stopped all the wars. He didn't start any other wars. No, he got no. three Abrahamic treaties in the Middle East. Right. Uh, he got China to pay sanctions. I mean, everything. I saw people with jobs that had tattoos on their necks. Everybody was working. Ooh, yeah. neck tattoo's bad. It is, but they still oh, yeah. got, they were out there driving the freaking Amazon truck, yep. you know, down my street. I've never seen anything like it. And all these people, they're saying he did what? He was the worst. How? How was he the worst? Tell me how he was the worst. You people are crazy. What do you want? You want, a, you want a president in a Nazi uniform? You want a military junta? What, what are you looking for? You looking to lock up half the country? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we, we have a new segment. Um, I, didn't tell the, I didn't tell the boys this yet, but um, at, at, the end, at, the, uh, at the end of every um, show, we're going to have winners and losers. Give me, give me one winner and one loser. Oh man, <laughs> my loser is the United States Treasury and the United States economy. Okay. Fitch downgrades U.S. credit ratings. The ratings firm said that the downgrade reflects an erosion of governance. And for my winner, it's got to be MAGA. We we got to hang in there. We got to be the winner. Don't take a knee. I almost did. Don't take a knee, folks. We got to see this through. I'll give my winner and loser. So my winner is the military industrial complex getting rich off of Ukraine. And now there's going to be civil war in Africa. I don't know if you guys have been following the Niger situation. I said Niger. Um, it's bad. There's all sorts of crazy stuff going on. It sounds like we'll be sending money and troops. Uh, for losers are the draft coming up there we're going to start needing uh we're going to start needing people in the military for boots on the ground in ukraine so all those folks with ukraine flags in their bio who want to support the war in ukraine you are about to get your opportunity um my loser would have to be uh joe biden and the Biden administration um they are sending money over to taiwan um I'm trying to find the the uh, the tweet that I saw this morning, but 
It looks like uh, he's asked out oh, here. Joe Joe Biden is asking Congress to fund Taiwan arms via Ukraine budget. So, yeah. Do we uh, even have anything left? No, no. I, I told you the treasury's empty right now. No, I'm they talking about military hardware. Oh no, we gave up 85 billion in Afghanistan and 45 billion here and 35 million over here. I mean that stuff's not doesn't go on forever, man. But but they're act, but they're acting like it. Um, White House request designed to speed up weapon transfer to Taipei and rising threat from China. So, Are they trying to strip us that we're? I mean, it looks that way. Oh my god! It, it reminds so me of the World need- War II exercises where they're fighting with baseball bats as rifles. I was gonna say. At some point, like when when things get crazy, we're gonna be like hitting the museums and being like, "I think that tank will run." Like, yeah. can we fire that thing up? Go down to Town Square, and get that cannon. All right, yeah, like like in the park, my wife and I do our bike rides through. There's an old tank and some artillery. I'm like, wonder where they're gonna put this like, back. Hey, you. Sarge, I got the cannon, but we don't have any shells. Right. <laughs> my winner, my winner would have to be Donald Trump uh, today, is because. Um, He's still standing up with all these um, line of fires directly at him. Uh, he's a better man than me because honestly, I tell you the truth, I would have folded by now. I would have just walked away. Um, this is just too much. This is too much for me. But he's standing there, uh, and he ha- he has our support. He has our support. Um, so there we go. Jason, last thoughts. Uh, hey, I was going to say, great show this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, make sure you take time out. We talked a lot about taking the knee and not staying positive. Do things with people you love. Like, that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for our family, our faith, our communities, our kids, our grandkids. Yeah, and, and I got to say, uh, I didn't say it this morning, but I almost said it. I wouldn't blame you if you folded, Donald. I really, you know what? I, you know, I, I was sorry. thinking the same thing this morning. I'm sorry for that, but that's just the way I feel. Man, I don't know how, I don't know how you've put up with it so far. God bless you. Yep. Thank you for everything that you did. May yep. God watch over you. And I hope you come back and rule this damn country with an iron fist. Yeah. But if you got to go, I love you, man. Yeah. I said, you know what? I was thinking the same again this morning when tears all came, I was like, if, if he decided to walk away, I understand. Understand, especially when I see all when I see all those court cases up there, it's like he, he only has one every week. It's pure evil. I was like, I mean, I don't, dude, I don't know how you could do it. I look, I am that weak of a man that I would be like, I'm sorry, Bagga. Look, I gotta walk away. I believe I'm like Hutch. I wouldn't be mad at you. I'm, I'm, if I'm you not. Ever question why Trump does what he does and what he's done for this country? Watching him stand up to these attacks should 100% convince you that the man is authentic. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up after the show, Behind the Network, Red Voice Media, Hutch Baylor Jr., Jason Robinson, Wayne Dupree of the Wayne Dupree Show. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) 